Hey folks, this is Hampton here. I know that Dave and I tend to joke a lot about suicide and uh, make a lot of lighthearted jokes, but honestly, if you're having any sort of trouble, we would recommend that you call 1-800-273-TALK. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and they do amazing work. They they really um, will talk with you. And so we, we just hope that, you know, you have fun here at the pod, but if you're ever having truly deep suicidal thoughts, that you would call 1-800-273-TALK. We love you. We want you to take care of yourself. Thank you for listening. wife fair <laughs> fair that's fine but aside from my wife name one thing i don't find appealing <laughs> slow cars uh yeah slow cars <laughs> small tits <laughs> yeah i'm not just a shirt that says as uh, slow cars small tits and it's just a big x through it yeah like, <laughs> We're taking it back from the female Ghostbusters. <laughs> small cars. Sm- wait. wait. Slow cars, wait. small tits. No one rides for free. <laughs> I don't think you understand your own bumper sticker. <laughs> small dick, ass cars. I don't have a car. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really weird bumper sticker, man. <laughs> Costs $400. Yeah. My other car is your buy them fucking at face. Every Bucky's. Um, you know Bucky's? You ever go to Bucky's? No, what's that? Bucky's is do a. Do they have Big Buck Hunter? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, of course they do. Bucky's is a gas station the size of a Walmart. <laughs> How much gas do you need? Dude, I say that every time I walk in there. <laughs> Bucky's, how much gas do you need? <laughs> Seriously, it's. But it's like a gas station. Uh, it's a truck stop the size of a Walmart. So you can drive your car into a store. And kill everybody. Kill everyone. <laughs> it's a store for ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. What, what the happened there? Happened, what the fuck happened? Sorry. Something fell down. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so it's just like a big truck stop. And you know how truck stops are. You can buy a bunch of shit in there. Oh, but you know have, truck stops. You, oh, Hampton, Hampton, you're familiar, and you're motioning to your mouth right obviously. now. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, Hampton knows hey, truck stops. I made I made it through college, Dave. I don't... Without I don't, going to a single truck stop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what no, that yeah, mean? Yeah, that, that's, no one that's, who goes to college owns a mean. truck. <laughs> it's either college or trucks in America. <laughs> Uh, and in Bucky's, they, I can't choose Optimus. They have college or truck. They have so many bumper stickers and so many shirts that are so great. Oh yeah! And the shirts are j- my favorite one that I ever saw was just a drawing of a hunter with a shotgun, like an inch from a deer's head, and it said, "I didn't climb to the top of the food chain to become the b- wait." <laughs> I didn't climb to the top of the food chain to become a fucking vegetarian. (laughs) (laughs) Quit quit trying to fuck me, dear. (laughs) Stop it. 
Yeah, wow, there's a bunch of sick. stuff that's like, Jesus is my wife or whatever. I like this shirt because it's like the shirt's hugging me instead of my dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a whole torso hug. I got bullets instead of parents. <laughs> <laughs> Come with it now. <laughs> Come with it now. I got bullets instead of parents. <laughs> That's pretty good. We should write well, a Rage Against the Machine song. Hello, I'm Dave Ross. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Hampton Yunt. This is Suicide Buddies. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is a suicide podcast where we act all stupid <laughs> while talking about suicide and history in order to uh, bring a little uh, levity to a depressed mind. Also, Dave is teaching me how to read. Uh, and I'm teaching Hampton how to read. <laughs> I'm so I'm very slow. So I'm uh, first. I'm trying to teach him what the difference between dyslexia and being illiterate is. <laughs> Which, by the way, we talked about on our first bonus episode on the Patreon. Oh, folks! Did you guys hear that segue into talking about you giving us money? <laughs> <laughs> guys, it is breaking all records. Dave, did you have you checked the numbers? Yeah, dude. Just in the first, as we're recording this, it's been up for like five days, and we already have more money than anyone else on Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) It's bigger than Facebook, our page. Uh, Yeah, I've already. We literally, we're on NASDAQ. (laughs) (laughs) We're a business on NASDAQ. We're the Dow Jones. Uh, So I think we're at about three bucks a month. (laughs) I've Uh, already quit my job. Here's the problem. Yeah. I've already left my family. Quit my job. I had. I don't have to sell stuff anymore. I bought a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm, I, uh, I saw a movie about you. <laughs> you know, my zoo addiction is out of control. I've bought like seven. I love that zoos show, today. My Zoo Addiction. <laughs> I always like the joke um, that I that I came up with. We bought a zoo too. Now it's a ribs place. <laughs> oh yeah. Was that a Twitter joke? Did I see that on Twitter? I think I saw that on Twitter. Oh, did that blow up Twitter? Wow, I think I saw that on (laughs) Twitter.com. Guys, check me out on Twitter.com. That guy, Jack, is doing a great thing. (laughs) I love that guy. Just follow me and the president. Yeah. That's a healthy mix. One day, I'm going to be famous enough to not have to follow people back. (laughs) And I'm going to follow only Hampton and Donald Trump and Jack. At Jack. And Dickie's Barbecue. Doesn't it bother you when people like write to him or the president? They're like, um, just so you know, you're ruining the world. Yes. It's like, yeah, he's reading that. He's crying <laughs> one tear. A lot of people's anger about the world on Twitter bothers me now. <laughs> it's just like, all right, everybody, we got to topple the government. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we know. <laughs> Anything but actual <laughs> money or work or effort. Yeah. Now that I've written my tweet, because I don't have a job, I can feel good. (laughs) Wow, that was maybe the most cynical thing I've ever said. We're now the patriarchy. (laughs) Yeah, we sure are. I got a beer gut and I'm the patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) Stop laughing at me, son. Dude, could you make it so your name on Tinder is the patriarchy? Patriarchy. There you go. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. Dave Riarchy? Then everything will change. <laughs> Welcome to the Dave Riarchy. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. If you come up with your own system of government, you'd get to call it the Dave Riarchy. Yeah. D- Dave. Dave Agarchy? Yeah. Dave. <laughs> what would your one rule be? What would my one rule be? Yeah. Governments get one rule. 
<laughs> That's right. It's the coolest, yeah. coolest system of government. Oh, I'll tell you what my rule is. Everybody gets pizza. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, push-ups are against wait, the law. The roads are crumbling. <laughs> Put pizza in it. <laughs> wait, there's uh, the schools are getting shot up. Teach him pizza. <laughs> Give him pizza yeah, instead of guns. Honestly, this this is a good system of government. <laughs> Every time there's a problem, just throw pizza at it. That's what I say. That's also something I really hate on Twitter is when in people's bios where they're like, "I'm weird. I like pizza." <laughs> oh my god, I know. I like I think, music and pizza. I'm weird. I feel the same way as I feel about people yelling about the government as I do about pizza. Like, I agree with it, but it's like, let's move, let's get better at this. Yeah, but imagine you've been getting pizza for years to varying degrees, and then suddenly it's just a turd. Yeah. You'd be adding Pizza Hut. Hey, Pizza Hut, why'd you shit in my box? Oh, that's a good point. That actually... Brings me around entirely on my previous point. Yeah, I switched it on you, dude. You did. You flipped it around. You you held up a mirror to my bullshit. This is a learning <laughs> podcast. Yeah, welcome to the learning <laughs> podcast where we learn stuff. It is a learning podcast. We talk about history. Isn't that so weird that we decided to do a history podcast and we're not good at talking about it? <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah, eh? maybe we should stop. Hey, are you okay? Me? I'm doing great. (laughs) Dude, never better. Yeah. I love the guy who's laying down who's like, yes, I'm fucking winning. Yeah, here's the thing you can't see. I'm. I'm spread eagle, dick out, recording this podcast. No, you're laying down, though. I'm now spread you're making... eagle, dick out. Come on. All right. That's they right. they can't see. Commit to the bit. All right. Thank you. Dick, uh, Dave's dick is peeing dick on and. me. Dick <laughs> Dave's dick is peeing on me. <laughs> I love that I don't have control over that in, in that scenario. Dave's dick is peeing, and Dave's unhappy about it. Um, That's like that book in Fight Club. That book within a book in Fight Club. There's a book in Fight Club? I think so. No, it's the magazine articles where like, I am Jack's, I am Dave's dick. I'm peeing right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dave isn't happy. <laughs> right, right. They're like the self-help, the AA pamphlets or whatever, yeah? Dude, I gotta say, you haven't been showing up to our Fight Club recently. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just been me beating myself up in a shed. Dave, and it's it's got to stop. You well, got to show up. You know, the first rule of Fight Club is don't go to Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, wait. I'm not thinking about Fight Club, isn't it? That is the plot. He was just beating himself in a parking lot. Then some people yeah. walked up and they're like, you seem cool. Totally. Was this a club <laughs> where we beat Can you I up? <laughs> Do you want other members? <laughs> yeah. They never fight anybody else. They just beat him It's up. the beat up Edward Norton club. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds like a good club. I fucking hated rounders. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's your, your your honor. Your honor. Did rounders you see sucks. rounders? Rounders. Ladies really and suck. gentlemen of the jury, your dick's out again, Spread Eagle. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, peeing on the judge. Uh, rounders was terrible. <laughs> Matt, as terrible as a man. Matt with Damon his dick and out. John Malkovich were great in it. I rest my cock. I rest. <laughs> Oh, that's wonderful. Hey, um, subscribe to us on iTunes and rate us and review us and stuff. Yeah, um, We're still help. building, even though we're millionaires on Patreon. <laughs> even uh, though we've already started our criminal empire, um, we still need more cash. We need more money. So we need more reviews. And we, meet, we need more love out there. We need to buy a zoo, suicide zoo. 
<laughs> oh no, kids! All the animals <laughs> killed themselves. We got more coming, but not till Thursday. That'd be really funny to see like a monkey's suicide note, and it's just like ah 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 because he no, can't speak like, English. Get it? Bana- bananas bad. <laughs> he somehow learned how to write bananas, bananas bad. bad. <laughs> why would Hampton? Why would someone kill themselves because of bananas? <laughs> that's that's bananas. stupid. That's ah. <laughs> Oh, no. Um, also, email us, buddies, buddies, buddies at gmail.com. That'd be great. Hit us up also at uh, X Videos <laughs> and uh, Pornhub. Just don't yeah. don't look us up, but just as a favor. To We're us. the top babe on free ones this <laughs> month. <laughs> top babe. Top babe, dude. <laughs> Can you imagine being a bottom babe? Dude, no, never. Never have been. Never will be. <laughs> Uh, Once I go off number one on free ones, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Dude, you know what's crazy? August Ames was number one on that list, oh, like really? starting uh, after her suicide for like a week. Wait, after her suicide? Yeah. Yeah. Because people were. Dang. Yeah. It's a weird. It's kind of a Kurt Cobain type of. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, well, when he died. Um, everyone bought their albums. Everyone bought Holes out. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, that that was weird. I mean, society's very fucked up. Would mm-hmm. be the takeaway on that. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> What's fucked up about it? <laughs> I'd say the weirdest thing was people were doing a mass shooting while looking her up on their phones. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, society's just depraved at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what are we talking about? Society's just fucked up. There was a shooting. No, I was just making a joke. Oh. Well, I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of the point. Oh, of the podcast? Do you even know if there's a shooting happening right now? Oh, my God. I know. I uh, My old sketch group, we made a sketch about a shooting that did not go through. <laughs> That's the twist. Was it for IFC? It was for IFC. And oh, wow. IFC, we shot it, and uh, IFC kept emailing us every week and delaying it. Because there was a new workplace shooting every week. Oh, no. And they were like, we need some distance from these shootings to put it up. And we were like, okay. <laughs> and then eventually they just weren't putting it up. And we were like, can we just put it up? And we did without oh, them. Oh, nice. They just gave it back to us and we put it up. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. It's called Manifesto. I guess you won in the end. <laughs> yeah, dude. I always win. I mean... <laughs> You're laying down. <laughs> you can't yeah, be like, I always win. I win every day. <laughs> But that's what uh, that's what we're recording this from Mar-a-Lago, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's the that's the coolest place to hang out. Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, I bet they're all playing like board games. It's I bet it's like the saddest. They just play sorry (laughs) for trouble. Reginald, I just won, and he's like closing a pharmaceutical company with like his other hand, and he's like, "Yeah, lovely dear, lovely." (laughs) Yes, yes. it's a it's a puzzle. The picture in the puzzle. It's of a kitten. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm gonna buy more people. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Reginald. I buy and sell people. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I think of people who hang out with Donald Trump. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> Trump's like that's very cool. Oh, excellent, excellent, nice. wonderful, great. That was a great sales of people. I'm in people sales. <laughs> yeah, those people on the internet are right. It sucks. 
We should blow it up. <laughs> blow up golf courses. Blow- <laughs> wow. <laughs> Listen to our suicide podcast where we encourage uh, suicide bombing. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, man. I was going to say one more thing. <laughs> How are you always winning? <laughs> Dude, you know I win. <laughs> All I do is win. All I do is win. I imagine hanging out with DJ win Khaled. Win and is fuck. Really awesome. <laughs> DJ Khaled's dope, dude. I love how he uh, advertises everything. That's what I like about him. I don't care for his music, but I love that he's into Sprint. You know what's funny is like I, I totally agree with that, but like dilly I also, dilly, bro. I feel I feel really fucking weird when I see like Alec Baldwin doing like a Chase Bank like commercial. Yeah. It's like. Aren't you like <laughs> rich as fuck? Why is this important to you? Aren't you like you? Mr. Liberal? Like banks are awful. <laughs> like, totally. Why are you doing this? John Hamm uh, in like insurance ads is just like this is a whole really? business built on fucking people. Yeah, I love insurance ads. I love insurance. I got a lot of it. You need insurance, Dave. I got winning insurance. Right now, anything <laughs> could happen. You're laying down, spread eagle with your dick out. A helicopter could come down, slice your dick right off with its blades. Three times a week, a helicopter <laughs> takes a dick. You need insurance. For just 10 cents a day, you can save an African boy's dick from a helicopter. I'm very lucky with health problems. Like, I haven't had insurance, mm-hmm. and I practically never go to the doctor. Yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, like, that's very lucky. Totally. If I broke my arm, I'd be so fucked. This is, by the way, why I don't come to f- our fight club. <laughs> <laughs> You got to have health insurance if you're going to be in a fight club. (laughs) No way, dude. That's falling for corporate America. Don't be insured. Don't have a car. Don't go to work. Don't be in buildings. Don't eat that sandwich. (laughs) Punch yourself in the face. That's cool. Don't drive a car. Don't own stuff. Don't talk to your parents. (laughs) Yeah, well... Your parents are corporate shills. What's the point of this movie? (laughs) Everything sucks but me. There is a funny thing. It's the same... I feel the same way about Fight Club as I do about... About Rage Against the Machine, where I just like it so much, but also at a certain point you're like, so the message is a thing I thought when I was ten. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just directed well. Yeah, I mean, it's just David totally. Fincher being awesome, but I mean, like the plot is just laughable. <laughs> so funny. You're not gonna believe this. The government is corrupt. <laughs> we should make a movie called The Government Is Corrupt. The government won't buy it, dude. We couldn't get that released. Yeah, that's Too true. edgy. The, go- the government controls the <laughs> Jews and Hollywood. <laughs> you know Trump's has that. Like, day three, he's like, so, where's the Jew button? <laughs> the Jew phone? <laughs> where, what's the phone where people call me when there are Jews? <laughs> <laughs> they just hand him his own phone. He's like, very good. Good, thank you. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> All right, um, you want to get into this uh, suicide, take a break? Yeah, sure, let's do it. Who are we talking about this week? Uh, we're talking about Don Cornelius, uh, the creator of Soul Train. I've seen Soul Train one time. <laughs> so this will be a good app. <laughs> when I was on it. I saw my episode. I only watch my episode of the shows. Cool, that'll be fun. All right, let's take a break, come back. Hampton, are we cool? 
No, we've never been cool. I'll tell you what, I did. I felt kind of, after our recording last week, I felt bad for like a few days. It stuck in my head because I felt like I was shitty. Like a mm-hmm. dick. Like now? Like. <laughs> <laughs> like right this. Like you're doing today. Right this very second. <laughs> No, I felt like I was real cunty on the last episode. Oh, no, dude. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> I'm sorry if I was cunty last episode. <laughs> sorry to the fans. Sorry to the Patreon. You guys don't deserve me. I am. I thought I was, I, I feel like I was a little cunty. <laughs> and, you know, I was just a little grumpy. And I, grump, I grumped out on Hampton, I think. I grumped my cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I grumped. <laughs> It seems like I'm not going to get a read on whether Hampton agrees with me or not. Oh, uh, so no, let's just you're say cool. you're always cool. You oh, don't have to dude, worry about that. I am cool. <laughs> God damn it! Here's the thing: if I give you any positive reinforcement, you shit all over me. <laughs> no, man. Yeah. No, you're winning. You're cool. I'm just agreeing that I'm winning and cool with my dick out. <laughs> dude, to have a podcast called Suicide Buddies, and it, we should have our tagline be "Winning and cool with our dicks out." <laughs> <laughs> that purpose that purposely perfectly describes it. There you go. There it is. Yeah. Look. <laughs> I like to reprimand the audience. Look. Look, motherfucker. Uh, I'm going on tour. Oh. Whoa. Actually, uh, yeah, I didn't. With Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> to the Stone yeah. Age. I'm opening for White Zombie because I'm white. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> That's all the we require. <laughs> like, he just needs someone white. <laughs> um, Where are you going, man? Erwer. <laughs> That's so, guys. If you're everywhere, please if you're ever start anywhere, buying tickets. I don't know where the links are. Just start buying tickets to anything. I uh, I didn't go on the road a lot of 2017, uh, which is a bummer because I was doing it a lot and I love it. But I'm going like in April. I'll be gone all of April and some of May, and I'm going like up uh, through Denver in the Midwest, up to Minneapolis, and be in the Midwest for a little longer, and then to New York, and then through the South back to LA. And wow. half of that I'm co-headlining with Chris Charpentier. Dude, the devil spiral. Yeah, dude. You're going from Denver up. Denver, New York. Minneapolis, <laughs> Pittsburgh, Charlotte, whoa. North Carolina. Sit, this, the <laughs> pentagram. Oh, my God. Dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Guys, leave yeah. those cities now. <laughs> it's called the From Hell Tour. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had that, right? I would imagine. Ah, shit. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Uh, and here's the funny thing. This happens to me every time I do a tour. I always, and I don't mean to, but I always skip Florida. <laughs> Just the way the route works out, I'm like, fuck, I can't get down to Florida. So I'll have to go to Florida later. And in September, mm-hmm. I'll be in Boise. Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so watch. Boy. Boingsy. Nice. Bonersy. That's, you know? a, that's a decent amount of dates, man. Yeah, dude. You Are you got, doing like, all, all with Chris? No, the first half of that April and May tour is myself, and then the second half, he's meeting me in New York City, oh, that's where so they romantic. make salsa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Aristotle, a, get a rope. <laughs> yeah, that's a stand-up joke of mine. Sorry. <laughs> New York City, dude, those ads. New York titties. Wait, you bought you salsa? You better put some salsa on them New York titties. <laughs> this salsa's made in Toronto. 
Anybody younger than 20, you've never heard this. <laughs> Anybody yeah, younger sure. than like 28. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably. We're old. <laughs> Man, you know what? Even I've though I'm arth- old, I've got arthritis holding I- this microphone. <laughs> it's too hard, Dave. I have arthritis from all the pogs I played. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pogs make you throw your back out. That's um, why I can't do it anymore. We're selling Suicide Buddies slammers. <laughs> so it's- I'm so old that uh, I remember watching Soul Train on TV. <laughs> Well, it, Soul Train actually ran pretty long. Yeah. Oddly. It like, would show, there was a while uh, where they would show Soul Train after a Simpsons rerun. So I would <laughs> see like five minutes of it Whoa, really? every day for, yeah, yeah, totally. Was it during, they played The Simpsons during the day? Yeah, like I remember I would, I would get home from school oh, at like three or four and they yeah. would have... Simpsons reruns from like four to six. Simpsons and Seinfeld. It was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> and then they would show at some point a Soul Train rerun, and it re- it replaced a Mama's Family rerun at one point where I lived. Did you ever watch Mama's Family? Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, it was fine. I I was uh, really into cartoons, so like my Saturday morning block, like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it was get up, watch Dragon Ball. Jerk go, off. Go, go back to bed. <laughs> Get yeah. up for X Men. Go watch to work. Batman. Jerk off. <laughs> this all happened in Hampton's twenties. Yeah. 20s. yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Say, kiss my kids on the head. Um, but, but then I loved Batman the animated the, series. At, and then at the end, you get Soul Train. You kinda, really? You just like peter out because like all the cartoons were over. It's like what's what's fun that's still on. Oh sure. And yeah. Soul Train would be on. Can you, for those of us that are dumb, <laughs> can you explain Soul Train to us before we talk about this dude? Yeah. This fucking asshole. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Don Cornelius. Mm-hmm. Uh, this dude is pretty impressive. Uh, he's, he was a broadcaster originally. That was like his background. And he pitched uh, Soul Train to a Chicago TV station. Okay. And sh- uh, Soul Train as a show is, um, it's just kids dancing, you know? It's just kids dancing to the most current music. And there's like a disco ball, right? Well, (laughs) yeah, he's famous. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Disco Ball Joe. The first ever disco ball on TV. Killed himself with a shard of himself. (laughs) Dude, we should do a little disco candy. Get this pod to the next level. What's disco candy? A little... What, like smell? Smell farts? We're going to start smelling each other. (laughs) We should smell each other. (laughs) That's what what Studio 54 was all about, baby. Smelling each other. Smelling each other's (laughs) vibes. Man, do you think Donald Trump ever went to Studio 54? (laughs) I think that's where he was born. (laughs) Me Um, too. You know, he has a disco ball for a heart. So it's a a very simple show, uh, but it, it... comes off of like American Bandstand was this kind of institution on TV you'd see, which is like teens dancing. Okay. But it was pretty segregated, you know, like for most American Bandstand was white. Yeah, is what it was you're pretty saying. white. And if they had black people, they just dance with each other, you know, like, sure. and it was like for a moment, you oh, know, okay. it was like very quick. And Don Cornelius uh, just kind of came to the natural conclusion. He's like, hey, we need to have like a black version of like American Bandstand and that would like sell really well. Sure. So, he made this deal and like, you know, he says, he's like, I thought, you know, maybe I'd sell the idea, but like, I didn't realize they'd give me like ownership of the show. 
So he became the first like black owner of a television show. Oh, that's awesome. He was awesome. his own producer, director, and like star of his own show. Whoa. That was like started doing really well. And just like You know, the only thing that sucks about that is that now I'll never be the first black <laughs> owner of a TV show. I'll never be the first black woman. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny because I'm thinking about shit like where, I don't know, like I'm trying to sell a show now and it's like, man, that's that would be so life-changing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also am doing that. We We're both trying. are. We're trying, right? We both got... Networks interested <laughs> well, how and much gave like- us some money, and we're <laughs> figuring it out. Yeah. How much do you think your life would change? You know, it's like that's something I think about with this guy. Well, yeah. Having a TV show like picked up to series and it airing, the f- it, the only for sure way it would change would be that I would have enough money to live for a little while. Okay, but. Because, like, a lot of people have had a season of a TV show and we have no fucking clue who they yeah. are. And now there are so many outlets uh, for shows that, like, there are shows that have multiple seasons that no one knows who they are. You know, I was, with, I was hanging out with Adam Newman and he has a special, he had a special on CISO. Yeah. And, uh, he always shits on it. Dude, he shits so on it all the time. And we were standing in front of um, it, the improv. And this dude walked up and he goes, hey, are you Adam Newman? (laughs) And Adam's like, yeah. And he's like, I love your CISO special. And Adam goes, oh, my God, thank you so much. That's really nice. And the guy was like, yeah, yeah, uh, we'll see you around. And he was like, yeah. And then Adam turned to me and goes, the special has been online for three years. And that's the first time anyone's ever said that to me. (laughs) Uh, So download it, guys. Yeah, so get it. Uh, I don't know those. Honestly, you could probably bring back CISO with like three hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> if you want CISO, I know people Just who buy have the it. network. Quit buying the specials. Buy the network, folks. I went in to pitch this show uh, that I sold that I'm writing now. Shh, 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 hush. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> you get people listening. Don't tell anyone. The show is going to be shot, and it's going up on our Patreon. <laughs> For a thousand dollars a month, um, That's uh, while the I was Saudi pitching Prince that show, pricing. I went in to pitch at CISO, and it was so funny. We uh, pitched in this room where the only art on the wall was a fucking huge photograph of Cameron and Rhea, Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher, <laughs> yeah, yeah. who have the show or had the show "Take My Wife" on CISO. But I know them. Like, I've been doing shows with them for a long time and still do uh, and yeah. talk to them. Yeah. We're friends. And the photo didn't have a CISO logo or a Take My Wife <laughs> logo on it. It was just a photo just of them. Photo so of them. it was fucking weird. Uh, and I brought it up to Rhea, and she was like, yeah, you know what's really weird about that photo? They gave us that framed photo for our wedding anniversary, and it was our wedding photo. <laughs> So apparently they have like a six what? foot photo of each other in their this living is like room. A stalker fucking up. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I just kept looking at it like those are just people I know. It's, it would just be like having a photo of Hampton on the wall, and they're like, "Okay, what's your show idea?" I love a stalker who fucks up. Like he mails you the photo that he jerked off onto, and he's like, Ex- "Shit, can I get that back? <laughs> I didn't mean to. I meant to send you a rose." <laughs> I noticed the roses in the fridge in the photos at your house. 
Mix up. What's funny is I have a book coming out called The Roses in the Fridge. <laughs> it's about my eating addiction. <laughs> yeah. How I'm in love with eating. And so I leave a rose in there. Um, but if uh, the show got popular, then it would change my life entirely. And so, and then, well, not entirely, but it would like, if the show got popular at all or got picked up to another season, then like I, it would help make me so, like a public figure inside of comedy. Yeah. But then if it got like really big, then you're uber famous. And Soul Train is one of the most known TV shows of all time. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he, he, Don Cornelius became like so identifiable with this show. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, the, the, the only star basically. Right. And uh, he, he hosted was, it. He hosted He'd it. He'd be like, what's up? We're here. And yeah. there's a bunch of children who are trying to fuck. <laughs> Uh, that was genuinely the for... bitch. Hey, what what's up, pedos? You're watching children. You want to fuck? <laughs> you used to be on the dark web, but now we're on TV. <laughs> used to be on the dark web. Uh, watch our our offshoot show after this uh, by WMD's train. <laughs> but it's like it's so impressive, like how like on top of every aspect of the show he was, like he just really uh, sought out like kids who could really dance like he basically made like i don't want to say um well yeah i would say like say uh funk dancing and like all types of um new styles of dancing becoming popularized on his show yeah oh cool. like the um the robot was basically michael jackson doing dancing machine on an episode of soul train and it's fucking mesmerizing like well, yeah i watched like hours of footage of Zoldrain for this episode. Really? And that clip is like really impressive to watch. And it's like Michael people Jackson sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> the thing I always think Not about his music. <laughs> no, his music's tight, but mm. separated. <laughs> Actually I made that joke wrong. I meant to flip it. My my joke I'm so I always like super to say funny. about um Michael Jackson is just like, we don't know for sure if he was a pedophile, but I will just say... But he did fuck kids. <laughs> if a pedophile had a billion dollars, he would live exactly like how Michael Jackson <laughs> lived. <laughs> That's so well said. one fucking thing. Totally. He would have a huge bed that he slept in with kids. <laughs> yeah, you do. You'd uh, have you, a Ferris wheel in your backyard, yeah, candy, you, cotton candy machines all around the house. Buy a monkey, have a fake wife, you do everything. <laughs> It's like, it's awesome, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Tour the world with your band. <laughs> fuck kids in other countries. Yeah. Fuck dying kids. It's great. Write songs about, like, <laughs> dancing well, and anyway. cute stuff. Anyway, basically, so... You, you know, know, Thriller people... is just about hugs. <laughs> no, dude, I heard it's about dead dudes. <laughs> not my what? cup of tea. Not, uh, yeah, not um, into it. So basically, like, society kind of, like, changed. This show... When? <laughs> yesterday, Dave. It got more and more popular. and would Society did? Yeah, and it got... The I'm show being got, awful right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the show got into mm -hmm. lots of new markets, basically. It went into, like, every major city. Name the markets. Uh, new York, all, all, the place, all the places you're touring. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. Minneapolis, Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He made those cities. Portland, Maine. Before him, people weren't living in those cities. Whoa. But then when his show came to those markets, people moved to those markets. You know how they got there? They took the Soul, soul Train. train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a fun show, for sure. It's like 
it's mesmerizing to watch is the funny thing is like yeah. people are le- doing like legitimately like interesting or f- like good uh or funny like dance moves yeah people would come in with like props and stuff oh, like cool one dude like came in with like a giant toothbrush and he would like all his dance moves <laughs> were like brushing your teeth related that's amazing <laughs> it's like the show like totally was all just Don Cornelius, you know, with, with people he was really solid working with. His son came in to work with him. Uh, pretty, like... Ron Cornelius. <laughs> Tony Cornelius. <laughs> like, midway through, you know, the show uh, and his career there. But um, uh, what was something I wanted to mention with it? Shit. Well, oh. that he killed oh. himself. <laughs> That's later. <laughs> um, James Brown apparently, like, came through, like, for the first time and was, like, just was asking him all the time. He was like, so who's like behind all this? And he was like, it's just me. And like James Brown, like the entire night was like, no, but like who like, like what white man is like making this happen? And he's like, it's just me. Like I, through sheer force of will and making this show popular in all these cities, you know? Wow. And it's like, he was just like making tons of money and just like living a good life and uh, pretty solid. Yeah, that's interesting to think about that like, because it's already impressive to sell a show, and then it's impressive to run it and host it and book it and do all the work. But right, <laughs> black people weren't being allowed to do that. Yeah, and he was in that position as host for 20, I think it's 22 years. Holy shit. 22 years as host of a show. Like, he literally saw, like, whole trends come in and change. Like When did he sell the show? When did Soul Train start? Uh have to see the specifics on oh, 9 11. Oh, no, <laughs> no, I think it's 1970. Okay. Um, oh, so, no, I think it's 19. I think it's 1970. Yeah. So he was uh, the host until the early 90s, and then his mm-hmm. son took over hosting? No, they gave it over to like some other guy who's like young, sexy dude. Drew Carey. <laughs> 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 all right, the points don't matter, and uh, characters are welcome. So, all right, uh, all right, let's start the soul, the uh, funk line. <laughs> all right, let's get cool in the gang in here. <laughs> right, cool in the gang. You're all babies. That's the that's the sketch. Do the sketches, babies. <laughs> Isn't it so funny how popular whose line is it anyway got? And it's just nerds doing improv. <laughs> I liked it. I watched it with oh, my parents. Dude, no, but the worst <laughs> is when they would do the musical round oh. and they would do like what what was the song? It'd be like da 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 like it'd be such a simple Yes. My wife is is the only oh, yeah. person I like. She is really great. Yeah. But it turns out she is dead. I am fucking a dead woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's improv. (laughs) You just yes and until people start laughing or leaving the room. (laughs) That's improv comedy. (laughs) Wow. Either your family stay and watch. Hampton, that song you just sang is one of the funniest things I've heard in my entire life. Thanks. I mailed it off to Limp Bizkit. You should. I want them to make it. Um, We should watch... One of his movies one day, by the way. <laughs> did you know this? That Fred Durst yeah. did Limp Bizkit to fund his directing career. <laughs> and he ended up directing a Jesse Eisenberg movie and that Ice Cube movie, The Long Shots. Oh, really? About a girl high school quarterback. Oh, That's like my favorite movie. <laughs> I know. Me too, man. It, it makes me always want to be a small girl quarterback. Yeah. Well, it's uh, now I'll never be the first girl quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I should give up. I should give up. 
Well, um, something that was interesting with Don Cornelius is like, so he's in this position for such a long time, mm -hmm. and it's like he was already like, uh, you know, decent age when he started. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he had to stop because he was getting you know up there in the years, but. Uh, it was also like he just started to hate the music that was coming out. Like uh, he just hated hip hop and like really? rap. Yeah. And he was like super condescending to like guests when they come on. It'd always be like, well, I don't understand it, but you kids seem to like this now. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I guess when you've been at it for 20 years, like you're not going to give a shit. Yeah. He like brought out, you know, soul and funk and disco and like, R&B, you know, just like throughout the years and like, you know, he could hang with it. But then when it was like hip hop, he was just like, ah, fuck I'm this. Out. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I got to get out. That's crazy. Wait, um, I know there's a lot more to talk about with his life, but what I'm interested in the in the suicide to give us some. Yeah. Uh, well, after the show and everything, he he shot himself in the head. Uh, which is What do you mean weird. after the show? Well, sorry. <laughs> I definitely raised that. Like every week after I, the show, <laughs> he shot himself in a different part of the head. And remember, <laughs> peace, love, and soul. Um, <laughs> that'd be funny train. if those were his last words. That would be fucking amazing. Peace, love, and soul. Peace, love, and soul. He ended every episode with Those that. were my first words. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom and dad, I'm a baby. Peace, love, and soul. <laughs> I'm a soul. baby. I got, I got a big dick. <laughs> I'm a baby with a big dick, mama. <laughs> um, well, so... I think our baby's DTF. <laughs> <laughs> right before he died, like, his health was basically the big issue. Um, he, he was having, like, more and more seizures. Okay. And uh, if you don't know, like, what seizures are, it's, like... Your brain freezes up, you collapse to the ground, you start feeling intense pain, your body is seizing up. And you convulse. You, yeah, you convulse, and then you pass out So for hours. So you basically feel like you just died. And uh, when that happens more and more frequently, like in, you know, in weeks and then in days, you know, it's like life itself becomes very painful. Just a nightmare, sure. Yeah. So when, okay, when did he kill himself? He killed himself. Oh, dude, uh, it's crazy. It's February first, <laughs> two thousand twelve. He killed himself oh, at the very beginning recent. of Black, Black History Month. Whoa! <laughs> this iconic black male, like, you know, killed himself. I don't know. Just just an odd note. Yeah, it, I mean, I would imagine he wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, he probably wasn't. He's probably just having a lot of seizures and no, was like, "I'm out." The the night of, uh, he called his son at three a.m. and was just like, "I don't know how much longer I can go on with this." And his son was like, okay, like he, he was going to go check up on him in like a couple hours and wow. he uh, shot himself and his son found him. Wow. So it's 2012. He still probably is the executive producer of Soul Train, but he's not hosting it anymore yeah. and doing all the work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he probably lives in a mansion. Yeah, he's on Mulholland, so it was oh. nice Mulholland. Yeah, it was the... <laughs> <laughs> That's the movie. I dude. saw that movie. <laughs> that mall and drives oh. all about Don Cornelius getting freaky in the hills. That movie is a documentary. <laughs> um, and he, his health had been. To, how old was he? I think he was seventy-five. Okay, yeah, he was seventy-five, and um, he had also kind of. I mean, life is good, and I think he loved his family a ton, but yeah. like uh, his first marriage had ended, and uh, then his second marriage was had ended also, and that was more recent, and it was just like 
a bad divorce. There was like some issues of like spousal abuse. So oh no, like, from him to from her. Him. Oh, yeah. God, fuck. Damn so I think it. he was kind of like losing it a little bit in the. I, I mean, your health deteriorating really fucks with you. And I looked into seizures, and it's like when people get these things very frequently, like the depression level is very high. Sure. Because it's like you just think you're dying all the time. Have you ever been around someone who had a seizure? Yeah. Me too. It is terrifying. Yeah, it's uh, awful. I used to be, I don't know, I don't talk about this a lot, but I used to be a caseworker for learning disabled people. Oh, whoa. For is like, that what you're teaching me to read? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm doing this podcast with you. To help coach you through your life. God damn it, Dave. Yeah. Did you ever notice that we did an episode where I helped you balance your checkbook and another one where I helped you go grocery shopping? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought we were doing 9-11 Christmas. Oh, no, man. Uh, I'm trying to teach you to, you know, take care of yourself. Um, yeah, I did that for a while, and um, a handful of my clients were epileptic. And um, they... It was scary because they were... They're epileptic, and they also um, were learning disabled, and so and some of them like very high functioning, some of them not. But generally, my clients were high functioning enough for me to be allowed to have them as a client as a twenty-two year old. You know what I mean? Um, but they were like, since they're they're disabled um, mentally, they would have memory problems and stuff. So, like, sometimes I would just be in the car with a client, and they would turn to me and be like, I forgot to take my Depakote today. And I'd be like, well, we got to go get that right now then. Uh, Depakote, I don't know if it still is, but at the time was a really uh, commonly used um, uh, epilepsy medication. Oh, wow. And if they didn't take it, they would just have a seizure. And (laughs) twice, two of my clients had a seizure in my car. Oh, my God. And... uh, yeah, we're like, going to Vegas. And I had, like I said, I was twenty-two. Uh, <laughs> Hangover four. And I, <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude, that sounds so fucking scary. It was crazy. What'd you do? Uh, like pulled over and called nine one one. Oh, okay. And um, the most reasonable option. Yeah. And then one client, I like, I didn't know what to do. I just like, she was shaking, and I just like held, grabbed her arms and held her. And then after it was all done, and she talked to the paramedics. She was like, hey, um, next time that happens, just turn me on my side. <laughs> oh, no. And she said that, and I was like, why the fuck didn't the company I work for tell me any of this shit? <laughs> How is this real? I was getting paid $8 an hour. Jesus. Yeah, dude. You should have been a millionaire. I should have made a million dollars <laughs> an hour. You Chappelle money, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> Even back then, I was winning and cool. Yeah, you should have been paid way more. No, for real. I couldn't fucking believe it. I didn't have health benefits. It was crazy. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, so I can totally understand that. I mean, you're and you're saying, do you know when in his life he started having seizures? Um, actually, I don't. I mean, I wait. Okay, sorry, it's right here. Um, he was having them during the last fifteen years of his life. Fifteen. So from sixty on, he was having seizures. Wow. That sucks. That is that is. He, he got it from a brain operation he got in 1982, and then they just it, like. I was born in 1982. <laughs> did did I get it. his brain? <laughs> yeah, and his son just keeps saying he was like in extreme pain. You know. Why did he get that brain operation in 1982? Do you know? I think he just. I I don't know that. He just wanted it. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> to cor- correct a congenital deformity in his cerebral arteries. So I, you know, what? I don't know what that means. So this guy had some some real 
problems with his brain. <laughs> that sucks. Wow, I'm a real, I'm a stupid person. <laughs> I am not smart. Wow. wow. This guy had some problems with, with his, his brain. brain. <laughs> Wait, seizures? And before that, seizures. brain surgery? <laughs> Is my brain bad? <laughs> Maybe I need that surgery. Because then I could have seizures. You start stabbing yourself with that knife. Maybe I should do that. <laughs> and so, like, when he committed suicide, how frequently were the seizures? I, uh, I, I keep saying I don't know, and then I look and I see something. But um, I don't know other than it was more and more frequent. Wow. Man. I Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, it's so... Every, like... I think like one out of four episodes we have, we do. We have an episode about somebody who committed suicide because their life became unbearable to them, not in an emotional way, like in a in a physical way. Yeah. And it's hard for me to talk about because on the one hand, I totally understand. Like mm-hmm. if you're in pain all the time and you're like, fuck it, I'm out. I get it. And then on the whole other end, I don't feel comfortable ever encouraging or saying suicide's okay. (laughs) So I'm just saying this to you, Hampton, and the listener. So you know how I feel. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of euthanasia, though. I I do agree with that. But um, something also, I think, you know, just to understand his depression. Euthanasia for everybody. (laughs) We are, we are the euthanasia. Did you know that the album, the the POD album that that song came out on was released on September 11th, 2001? That's why it's my favorite day. (laughs) That is why it's my favorite day. um, Well, just in context here, it's like this guy who's such a self-made man who created this this empire and this whole legacy, and he's been in control his Who? entire life. <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy, oh, Dave. Wow. That's who I've been talking about. I Don love Cornelius. Cable. And it's just like, you know, when your health is so out of your control, and that really, that's the thing I noticed with people who have these in my life who've had, or like uh, serious, you know, physical ailments, it's like they get so mad at the world for suddenly not being in control. And they just work at like a gas station, you know? But yeah. it's like, imagine you had created like one of the most You had been in shows. control yeah. for decades and decades. The yeah. Sh- the show's so iconic, like they would end it where the dancers go down the line, you know, dancing. Yeah. That's like now done at like every wedding. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so iconic that they made a movie called Mulholland Drive about your house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Is that Fincher also? That's No, okay. Lynch, David Lynch, right? Oh, yeah, Lynch. yeah. David Lyncher. It's creepy. <laughs> Why don't you like it? Have it's you seen creepy. his coffee commercial? Just drink it. Pow. I just <laughs> shit my coffin. <laughs> yeah, have you seen his coffin commercial? <laughs> What's his coffee commercial? Oh, you got to watch it. It's 4 minutes of him Ugh, doing the voice for no. a Barbie doll that is um trying to fuck his coffee, basically. I got so mad when I, I went to go take TM, which is Transcendental Meditation Lessons. And the, I mean, I I won't go into it, but like I immediately was like, this is kind of bullshit. But, sure. But it's like, because like the big thing is that they would just constantly mention, well, David Lynch to all these like LA really? you know, people to be like, you know, David Lynch just loves TM. And here's like a framed quote of him talking about it. Wow. And I was just like, shut up. What are you yeah. going to entice me? I'm like, ooh, I want to be a director like David Lynch. 
That's <laughs> so funny. It's so funny to do that with you know George Clooney does CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> John Ham eats ham. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, totally. <laughs> yeah, stars. Anything. They're just like us, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump has Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm burning my Hulu. I'm getting rid of Hulu. It's good. It's great. It's just seven ninety nine a month. <laughs> I watch it with my wife, who I bought. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of losing it now. I'm losing. I lost it before our, I even got it. Something that was also. <laughs> Kind of interesting wow. was like a uh, final nail in like, you know, in him, the coffin, in, in the coffin. When they put him in the coffin, they put a nail in it. <laughs> you know, it's weird. There was a final nail for that coffin. <laughs> wow. And everyone watched it happen. Do you think people who make coffins ever like, you know, like say that to themselves? Like, Absolutely. Hey, holy shit. I definitely holy think they do. Shit. I literally just put the final nail in the coffin. I play racquetball. <laughs> Watch out. This is related. I swear to God. <laughs> And uh, I also play with my friend Jim, and there are all sorts of different sets of points that we could get to where we make the dumb joke every time. Like, if he scores and then he's like, so it's six to nine, we both, we, we're like, ha yeah, it's 69, yeah, we're great. 9 <laughs> 11 is another one. I mean, racquetball, when you told me that immediately, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you're like awesome. Amer American psycho. <laughs> I'm, yeah, well, I kill so many people. You talk about mergers and, uh, Closing pharmaceutical companies. Listen to Hue Huey Lewis in Huey the Lewis. news. Um, <laughs> I uh, am an entirely a sociopath. Yeah, <laughs> and I think so. And it's we still do it, and we've been playing for years. Just even when it's like Seven Eleven, like the store. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking so bad. And so I guarantee you that there are people that make coffins, and they're like, "Well, this is the last nail in the coffin." I, I, I have fun at work. <laughs> I work at the coffin store where we make the coffins and sell them. And me and my friend Jim, who make the coffins, have a joke. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that's maybe it for an episode, folks. I don't want it to be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad. Well, if you want more, Dave, you can go on the Patreon and uh, download a little bonus content. Patreon.com slash Suicide Buddies. Get there. Give us money. We need it. If you Here's the thing. If you don't sign up for our Patreon, we are not going to be able to do the podcast. We don't have the fucking time. You know why? Because our kids are always on our nuts. We, we will also be selling Kids Are On My Nuts t-shirts. Kids Are On My Nuts beer. Go there right now. Well, we hope you guys, uh, we hope you guys uh, had fun this episode. I had fun. Uh, hope you uh, take care of yourselves this week. Winning, cool. Dick out. <laughs> Lay down and start winning, folks. Take care. Feel good. Love yourself. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to Suicide Buddies. We hope to see you again next week. Just a quick reminder if you are experiencing suicidal thoughts, feeling like killing yourself, talk to someone, please. We take it very seriously. We joke around about suicide here because we've thought about it, because joking is how we deal with it, and we hope that it helps you. But if you're really thinking about it, we want you to stay here with us. Call 1 800 273 TALK the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're incredible. They're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They will help. You are loved. Thank you again for listening. See you next week.